beautiful humans. I hope you all are doing well. I, um, I'm back. <laughs> I definitely didn't plan on taking that long of a break with podcasts. I really just wanted to take a break during the move. Um, those of you that don't know, I moved into a new apartment and it was very abrupt. It was very last minute. However, it was a beautiful opportunity that presented itself and me and my husband took it. So basically I'm going to talk about where I've been and some things that I've realized, um, in this podcast. So it's not going to be the normal podcast where there is a, all the points at the very end. It's really just going to be an accumulation of things that I have learned and kind of a story time and some things and insight into my life and some updates. So I'm making a little podcast about this. I made a video of it on YouTube. However, I wanted to make a longer podcast version. So after this, I am definitely going to get back into episodes, but we are back to our regular scheduled Mondays at noon EST. So we're back. Here we are. And this is going to be more of a life update. Um, But there are some good nuggets in here that I wanted to share, some things that I've been learning. So basically, long story short, I have moved. So that opportunity presented itself in April. And by April 30th, we were out of the old apartment. So we basically came across this awesome opportunity. There were some things that happened in the old apartment that we just kind of didn't see coming. And they happened. And it was all for a great reason because we have moved into this beautiful two bedroom with a porch inside a neighborhood. Our old apartment was on a main road and there was really no privacy. There was really no place to go on walks or anything like that. It was very much um, in the hustle and bustle of busyness of things. And it was a great apartment, don't get me wrong. It was absolutely amazing for a first apartment. However, this opportunity presented itself and it's a lot more long-term and, overall a better situation so it's a two bedroom with a porch beautiful absolutely love it it's a dream apartment honestly and i have some clips in it if you want to check out some of my videos on youtube you can check it out it's honeybee mindful and you'll find uh some footage of the apartment but yes that basically happened and then we also adopted a 11 month old catahoula mix puppy and he is absolutely beautiful his name is Bo. And you can also see some clips of him on YouTube or you can check out the social media at Honeybee Mindful Co. And you can see some clips of him. But he is absolutely darling. He is registered as an emotional support animal. And we are still in the midst of training him to uh, kind of fit our emotional needs and things like that. So he's in training right now. um, And it's been absolutely amazing. I noticed that my routine was super off when we moved and there were so many things that happened. It took me a while to get back into routine, which is why it took me so long to get back into recording podcasts and uh, finding a finding a good routine with that as well. So needless to say, we are back. Um, but yeah, that's kind of been what's up. That's why it's been hard to develop a new routine and kind of, you know, get all of our ducks in a row and stuff like that. However, um, I really feel like I found my footing. I am also back in school. So I was in school last semester as well, but we were finishing up exams during all of that moving, transitioning and all that stuff. So um, I started back out the summer semester. So I'm taking classes now. I'm taking four classes this summer. 
and um, that'll leave me with seven classes left to graduate with my bachelor's, which is super exciting. So I'll be taking four classes in fall and then three classes in the spring, and then I'll graduate literally a year from now. So next May 2023, I will be graduated with my bachelor's in communications and conflict, which could potentially set me up for my master's in clinical mental health counseling. However, I'm not sure if I'm going to take that take it that far or if I just might work with the communications and conflict bachelors and kind of set myself up for a couple of things but regardless that is what's been happening I also launched my own line of honey be mindful home style espresso roast coffee beans so if you're interested if you are a fellow coffee lover um, you can check out the links below and find out um and grab yourself a bag of coffee. We also launched a website and we have a new tagline. It's coffee and community where we're basically cultivating a safe place um, in this community and we drink a lot of coffee and that's what we're about. So that is a very quick in a nutshell update of things that have happened, but not really where I've been mentally, emotionally, all those types of good things. So As you guys know, I got cleared from therapy last September, and I've been really focusing on walking out a lifestyle of healing instead of just a moment of healing and really just walking out this healing and becoming a more healthier, balanced individual with really good boundaries for myself. I am a huge, I was a huge people pleaser, and that really caused everything in my world to come to a crash landing the past couple of months. It has been a painful yet beautiful experience and I kind of want to talk a little bit more about that in depth. I want to be more vulnerable with you guys because I feel like I'm not going through this for no reason. I truly feel like every single person has to come to this point of looking at your options and I think it happens in your 20s when you're really figuring out life and you're trying to figure out what up is for you, what down is for you, what's right and what's left, all those different kinds of things. And that's all encompassing under the word balance, which comes with boundaries and being more stable and being more well-rounded and healthy and understanding what you value and what you don't value and the things that are important to you versus the things that aren't important to you and the relationships that come with that. So, That is what I'm going to be updating with you guys today. I made a video on this, a very small video on this on YouTube if you want to check it out, but I wanted to make a podcast of it. And I also wanted to read a, I've been doing a lot of journaling and a lot of self-reflection because I feel like the only way to get through something is where you realize, um, I feel like the only way to get through something properly and in a healthy way is to take responsibility for the things that you've done and move forward and learn from those and heal from the things that people have done that may have hurt you. Um, But the only way to move on and heal from those things is to see where you're at fault so you can grow and move on from those types of things and find balance with it instead of just placing blame because the more you place blame on things, the more that you become the victim and the more that you don't move forward because you're just constantly the victim. We wanna be victorious, we wanna be victors, and that is what we're here to do. So I'm going to read this little journal entry that I wrote recently, and it's going to be very vulnerable. I've had a lot of very hard, vulnerable moments with myself, Um, some painful things and painful emotions that I've had to work through and just sit with in some moments. Um, But if we don't sit with it, 
we, we won't fully understand what we're going through. And sometimes your emotions won't have a description or you want, might not be able to work through them. But when you do, it really helps to journal them out so you can kind of see them on paper and analyze them yourself and do some good self-reflection. So this isn't for everyone, um, but I feel like there's a reason why I felt the need to do it and maybe it'll help you by me sharing. So I'm gonna be very vulnerable um, and I want to make a preface. There's two sides to every single story and this is specifically my side and some things that I've been feeling towards it. Um, but in a, in a nutshell, in January I was doing a praying and fasting and I really felt like the Lord was calling me to go back to the basics. Which is really funny because it felt like everyone else was being told the same exact thing. It's just that mine looked a little bit different. So going back to the basics, I thought was going to be, you know, remembering who he is, what he's done for me, and really just like reflecting because seven is the number of completion. And I had just, I'm about to finish seven years of being saved, which is really just like the number of completion. And then eight is new beginnings. So I'm about to start out my eighth year being saved. And I think that's very significant. And I think that it has to do with, um, me being complete in one area and going on to new beginnings in a new area. So I do feel like this year is going to be significant and I think that I'm going through these things to prepare me for this eighth year. Um, and I know sometimes things might sound over spiritual, but I think we have to realize that we live in 100% a physical body and 100% spiritual being. So we are both. We are both super science and we are also super spiritual. Um, that's just the way it is. It doesn't make total sense, but we are 100% both not 50-50. We are 100% spiritual beings and 100% physical beings always, constantly. We're living two worlds at once, always. <laughs> so with that being said, this is a one of my more painful entries that I journaled and I wanted to share it with you guys. So... This is also post-therapy, so this is really me learning how to navigate and walk out a lifestyle of healing rather than just a moment of healing. So here we go. I miss the person I was. Not to myself. I miss it for other people. So many people liked me and thought I was something that I couldn't seem to see. The way everyone saw me was committed, dedicated, all in. Therefore, whatever they needed pretty much. But I was slowly decaying even though I was brand new. I kept saying, I want a new saved life. I was so broken, traumatized, I felt like I was left to die. And these people came into my life, sent by God himself, and helped breathe life back into me. I needed them. I poured my heart and soul into these relationships and did all the things I was supposed to be, to be all in. But I never fixed the part of me that was broken. I filled it with things, people, and after almost eight years of building something I thought would never fall, I watched crumble right before my eyes in a matter of weeks, days, minutes, even seconds. Relationships turned to burned bridges. The way I saw everything burned to where I could no longer see it because the smoke filled my eyes. And I was left right where I started, back to the basics. Alone, broken, and traumatized. You see, putting on a mask and being someone you're not can last a long time, and some longer than others. But the truth will always come out. I think what's hard is how the world shifts human focus into things that they do and accomplish rather than the person they're becoming in the process. People are no longer okay with just existing and just being. We have to always be doing something to feel adequate, worthy, purposeful, or to just feel like at least average at best. 
people are hurting people because they're hurt. And when you focus on healing, you're told you're too sensitive and that's all in your head or it's minimized because everyone gets hurt, right? We're taught to have tough skin even though our skin is actually really fragile and we were born that way. Maybe we should be teaching to have sensitive skin so that we can be more aware of the damage being done around us and have empathy for one another. I feel like I was going a million miles an hour for almost eight years only to hit a brick wall and hit a standstill, not able to move any which way because all along I was running in circles. And the moment I finally tried to really heal and break the cycle is when I found one of the walls I was trapped between. As much as it hurts, I'm finally finding a way out of this box society, trauma, and the world has put me in. And it's my turn to take back control and find my way out instead of filling my life full of people that want to keep me in that box. So something that I realized is when you're honest with yourself and you truly can discover a lot about why you do the things that you're doing. If you're not willing to be honest with yourself and face your why or your reason behind things or where your identity is truly fixed in, time will only tell how long you can keep that up. And something that I was doing was just filling up so much of my time with things that would make people tell me that I'm doing good or I accomplished great things or, wow, look at what you've done and these just accomplishments, basically. And my value was placed in those things. And whenever I wasn't producing, whenever I wasn't doing that thing, it was almost like I wasn't the same. Lexi's not doing the same. You're, you stop doing those things. You stop doing the thing and all of that stuff. And it really made me realize that not only have I placed myself into my accomplishments and my to-dos, but because I saw myself there and placed my value in that, it caused other people to place value in my accomplishments, in the things that I did, because that's how I saw myself. And it's important to remember that however you perceive yourself is essentially how other people are going to perceive you. And we wonder why people, you know, might treat us a certain way or might hurt us. And it's because we're not truly being authentic with them because we're not being authentic with ourselves. It felt so good to do things and have someone tell me, oh my gosh, you're doing great. You're doing so good. And that's what kept me going for so long until I realized that I am more than what I do. I am more than a to-do list, but the person I was becoming was decaying. And even though I had been saved for seven years and I was supposed to be free, I hit a wall and realized that I was still in this box of things that I do and running until I can't run anymore. And I, I realized that I was super burned out. And I know that the phrase burnout is super, um, you can see it a couple ways. I know it's hard for some people to hear burnout and think that it's possible to be burned out as a Christian, but it is. It's very possible to hit a wall and literally have nothing left to give. And it's only happens when you're doing something inauthentically. If you're not doing it with the right heart, it is very possible to run out of energy and run out of time and run out of steam and to simply be burned out. And that's pretty much where I found myself. I was at the end of myself. I had nothing left. And it's really hard when, if I can be totally vulnerable here, it's really hard when you believe in Jesus and your life's been completely transformed and you are still so empty. And you're 
you're still walking in this feeling of depression and you're still feeling so anxious day in and day out and there's still you're left feeling just like you were when you didn't know Jesus. And it was hard to wrap myself around the fact that I was feeling the exact same way is when I didn't know who Jesus was. I was depressed, anxious, and to be honest, I didn't understand what the purpose of living was for. And especially when everything that I did got stripped away and I was left with doing nothing, I felt like there was no purpose for my life. I couldn't comprehend how doing nothing, I was still valuable and I was still had meaning just being a human. And just existing was really hard for me to feel like I was good enough. I had to be doing the things. I had to be accomplishing the to-do list. I had to check things off my list. If I wasn't, then who was I becoming? And I didn't realize that it's who I'm becoming first that determines my to-do list. And so I've really had to take a step back from doing everything that I've known since I've been saved to reevaluate my life and to look at the person I want to be and the person that I'm called to be and lead a life worthy of that. And has it come with a lot of pain? Yes. Has it come with a lot of growth and healing? Yes, as well. And it's also come with sacrifice and it's come with a lot of relationships lost. And I don't think gone forever, but I do think that I saw myself in the things that I did, which caused other people to see me in the things that I did. And once I stopped doing the things, those relationships went with it because they were based around things that I did and they weren't based around the person that I was or the person that I am. And when I didn't have anything to do, there was no longer substance of that relationship because it was all based on my to-do list and not who I am, Lexi, as a person. Um, And so it's taken some time to step back because when you've built relationships with people based off of your to-do list rather than who you are, you're kind of a stranger to that person um, because you know them, but they actually never got to know you. You never gave them the chance to know you as a person. You gave them the chance to know you as a machine, as a to-do list, as a input-output system, Um, and they don't know you, the human. So... For anyone to be blamed for this would just be silly. <laughs> and it's it's something that you can't blame anyone for happening. It's actually something that you have to reflect inwardly and see that you weren't being honest about who you are. And you weren't being honest about... And here's the thing too. You don't know until you know. So when you realize that you're being unhealthy and you start to change those things around, the people that essentially benefited from you doing the things are going to kick and scream essentially. And it's hard to see it that way because no one's going to say like, oh, you're not doing those things for me anymore. But basically that's what's happening. They're not getting what they used to from you because you have become a output system for them, a doing things um, for them. And when you stop doing those things, they no longer benefit from you because they're not there for you based on who you are. They're there for you for based on what you do. And so when you stop doing those things, you have to redefine your relationship. And some relationships will work through it and some relationships will shift and change based off of how they benefited or just didn't benefit off of you. And the relationships that remain are the ones that 
give you the space to grow and change. And when you change, it doesn't affect them because they're not relying on you, basically. So if they're relying on you and the relationship changes, you'll notice that there's going to be a little bit more of a tension and a little bit more of changing and growing. There needs to be space for changing and growing. So I just realized a lot through all of this time. Um, And I think it's super important to prioritize a human being and to remember that everything you do is meaningless if you're not actually becoming a human being. If you're becoming a human doing and if you're becoming a a to-do list and an output system, everything you do is meaningless. And I think it's important to know that doing things is important, but that's my whole point. If you're not becoming a human being and you're not okay with just existing and doing absolutely nothing like if you were to just sit and be by yourself do you feel like you have meaning do you feel like you have purpose if you're not talking to other people 24 7 if you're not helping someone if you're not speaking to someone if you are just sitting with yourself alone with your thoughts and your feelings how do you feel and that is going to base where you're at Because basically, if you are not okay with who you are and you're sitting and you're uncomfortable with your emotions and your feelings and the things that you do, if you're not content with just existing, there is going to be a wall that you will hit eventually. And it's only a matter of time before the things you do burn and they run out of time and they run out of energy and they run out of space because you cannot keep up with it for so long. So, did I know that I wasn't becoming a great person or did I know that I was putting my identity in things I did? No, I didn't. But when I realized it, and it was mostly during therapy that I had these revelations of these things, I realized where my true identity was placed in and it was so dangerous. And once I realized it, it was up to me to either keep going or change. And once you see something, it's you can never go back from it. So once I noticed this unhealthy balance and this unhealthy space that I, I got myself into, I realized that I had to change it. And honestly, I was talking to my therapist and she pretty much warned me that post-therapy is a lot more difficult than going through therapy because you're left to grow and change really on your own. You're left to make those decisions for yourself and you're essentially left to transform. And it gets a lot easier when you give yourself the space to grow and change. But once you realize patterns that you've lived your entire life and you change all of them, it can feel like a lot at once. Um, However, when you live a lifestyle of healing and growing and changing and being a human being, essentially, when you live a life of being a human being, it gets a lot easier and you don't become an output system. And the things that you do actually hold weight and have meaning and have value because of the person that you're becoming. But if we don't focus on the person that we're becoming, our to-do list and the things we do will be meaningless and go back to dust. But if we are becoming the person we're called to be, it will leave a mark, it will leave a footprint in the society around us, and it will transform lives essentially, not because of you, but because of what God's calling you to do. So I know this was kind of all over the place. There's not many points to it. It's just some revelations that I've come across lately. And I know that there's more little nuggets inside of all of that. But I wanted to give you guys a nutshell of where I've been, what I've been up to. Um, 
and yeah, just some things going on. My brother is also getting married uh, this coming weekend. So by the time this episode comes out, he will be married and going on his honeymoon with his wife. Uh, so that's also a really exciting thing, not to change the subject completely. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I've been, some things that I've realized and some harsh realities that I've had to come to that have been nothing short of a beautiful process of changing and growing. And it's really showed me the purpose of being a human and the purpose of why we were created. And it is to grow and change and evolve and to change upon learning new information and to accept those things. So everyone has their own time, their own timeline, their own process, but I'm hoping this helps you give principles to apply it to your own process and your own timeline and your own healing and your own journey that you're going through. So I want you guys to know that you're never alone. This community is a safe place and where we celebrate you and who you're called to be as a human being um, because you have been called by God and your life has such purpose and such meaning, not because of literally anything you do. It's because the person you are. So I hope this gave you some hope. I hope this gave you meaning in your life. Um, and yeah, that's all I wanted to share with you guys. So if you want to partner more intimately with this family and this community, you can check out my Patreon links below. There's also the website and a ton of different ways you can get plugged in by the link tree below. Um, so check out those links, get involved in this community and I'll see you guys in the next one.